Welcome to the Food, Farms, and Chefs Food Radio Show with food author Kevin Wilson, chef Gene Blum, and food photojournalist Amaris Pollock, giving you the most informative, up-to-date culinary tips, news, and interviews that you can find. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to Food Farms and Chefs to our listeners around the world via the podcast. Our local listeners on Talk Radio WWDB in the Delaware Valley and our brand new listeners HD WPEN HD 2 FM 97.5. Today's show is all about charities and giving back. We're going to start the show with the head brewer and director of operations from Second Story Brewing Company. He is going to talk about their collaboration with other breweries that benefits veterans. Then we will hear from My Philly Alive's owner, Jeff Belanger. And he will talk about his cheesesteak tour that benefited two local veterans charities in Philadelphia. Then we're going to hear from Tony Rudy, who is one of several families who donated their time and skills for Backyard Heroes. And then we will end the show hearing from Dennis Carradine Jr. And he will give us updates on events and collaborations that benefit multiple charities. Let's get the show started. Chef Gene, let's introduce this fabulous guest. So at this time, it's a great honor to introduce Corey McDonald, who is the head brewmaster. He is director of operations at Second Story Brewing in Philadelphia, as well as an involvement in Blueprint uh, Brewing and the Chamonix Creek Brewing, kind of where I grew up in Lower Bucks County, and most importantly, an Army veteran. So thank you for your service, Corey. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys, and uh, and you're welcome um, for service. <laughs> so, Corey, coming out of the the military, getting in, how did you get involved in the beer industry? What what got you into brewing, and and to the point where you're now the brewmaster, brewmaster, and involved in two or three different breweries? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh, I did corporate wellness for a lot of years uh, when I exited the, the military, um, and you know just developing programs to get people up off their butts and um, drive down the overall healthcare expenditures for the organizations that I worked with. And the last company I had a chance to work for, um, I was living in Bucks County myself and taking the train into Philadelphia every day. So I read extensively. And uh, one of the books I read was called Brewing Up a Revolution, How Through Sustainable Brewing Practices We Can Save the World. And ran out, bought my first home homebrew kit, and I guess this would have been 14, 15 years ago. Um, and that kind of lit the fire, and off I went. And along the way, uh, networked my way into the industry, and um, as you mentioned a moment ago, uh, folks over at the Chamonix Creek were, were nice enough to give me my first shot as a professional brewer. And from there, uh, opened up Blueprint Brewing, and, uh, and uh, now I find myself at Second Story Brewing. So one of the things that... Uh it's really important to today's segment is a project that you're doing with uh, the Pennsylvania Veterans Beer Collaborative, I believe it's called, that you're producing a beer that is going to, through the sales of it, benefit uh, the PA Veterans Foundation. Tell us a little bit about the beer, what the collaboration is, where people can find it elsewhere in the state. I know in Philadelphia it's second story brewing only, but you know, tell us a lot more about that project. I think it's really important on Memorial Day and all through the year that we 
honor our veterans whenever we can, and this is a great way to do it and have a beer at the same time. Yeah, um, and it's something we all love to do, right? <laughs> take, take care of the men and women that we served with and they continue to serve and drink beer. Um, this is the second time we've done the project. Uh, we did it uh, two years ago, um, and the second time we've done it with 20 other Pennsylvania either veteran-owned or operated and or operated breweries around the state. Um, it's a, a wonderful project that we're donating proceeds to the PA Veterans Foundation, and they do a great job of education and training uh, for veterans in the Commonwealth uh, to help them find employment and get them going. Um, so it's really cool. Um, you know, we had a chance to brew this not only at Second Story here in Philadelphia, but um, folks um, at uh, Gearhouse Brewing, over in Chambersburg, also hosted one of the brew days as well. Because with COVID, we want to keep the numbers down, uh, we're keeping everybody together, but at the same time, still want to do the collaboration. Um, so what we produced um, is a hazy, ju- juicy IPA, 5.9%, uh, and it's phenomenal. Um, not only do we use uh, malts uh, from Pennsylvania, from Deer Creek uh, malt uh, out in Chester County, but we also used hops from Gems Hops Farm, uh, out in Carlisle, and what's exciting about that their involvement is um, they are veteran-owned as well. So as much as we can, we've tried to really kind of bring in, you know, as many veterans we could as on the project. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, from where it's on tap, um, you know, in, in the greater Philadelphia area, um, what you're looking at, not only us here in the heart of Philly, um, you know, we're three blocks from the Liberty Bell, so again, it, it, it resonates with kind of veteran theme. Um, but also um, in uh, the Lands area, area you're looking at uh, 10-7 and McAllister, um, and then uh, three or four different breweries up in the Poconos, um, as well as Root Down uh, out in Phoenixville, and, and then, of course, breweries far beyond um, in the Harrisburg and Pittsburgh area. So it's been, a, it's been an exciting time. It's, it's a wonderful chance to do some really cool things. Now, <clears throat> with all the all the different breweries that are collaborating to create this beer, do you have on your site for for that collaboration um, all the different yeah. breweries listed so that people can actually go to it? Sure do, and that, that's a great question. Uh, best place to go is breweriesinpa.com. Um, um, you can either check them out on their normal website or on their Facebook page, and there's a map that has all 20 um, breweries laid out. And, um, you know, I would say this beer will probably be on tap based upon consumption levels and, you know, the Memorial Day weekend. Um, There's a good chance you can find it at any participating brewery for about the next week. After that, stuff will probably be gone. The what will be on? Uh, The beer beer will be on um, at any of the participating breweries. I would expect for probably another week or so, and then it'll probably be gone after that just by the amount of support we saw over the Memorial weekend and the number of people that came in just to drink that beer. Well, that's absolutely fabulous to hear. I know the PA Veterans Foundation that you're working with, they have great success. I I read a number recently where, you know, in the last eight years or so, they have raised over $2 million to help veterans in need in the state of Pennsylvania. So, you know, kudos to you for that great support and everything you're doing. And I do love the fact that, you know, Deer Creek Malt House, which is a great malt house right down in Glen Mills, and that all these products are coming out of Pennsylvania, says so much about your dedication to small business in Pennsylvania, as well as supporting veteran businesses in Pennsylvania. You know, congratulations on all that. 
What else is going on at Second Street Brewing that people should be aware of? I mean, you have a great little location there. You have great food. But tell us some more about some of your other creations you got going on. Yeah. Yeah, so we're uh, we're very fortunate, as I mentioned, to be right in the heart of Old City. So we're near all of the historical spots. So I would, I would say in the before times and now we're seeing now, um, about 60% of the people that come through our doors aren't from Philadelphia, aren't from Pennsylvania, they're from around the country. So we get to host everybody. Um, we have a very interesting story in that um, not only um, are we women-owned, veteran-operated, um, the owner uh, of Second Story Brewing, Deb Grady, she has a farm uh, out in um, Pottstown, and they grow a lot of grain as well. And we turn that grain into malt um, that we then use into every beer. Um, some of our beers are 100% farm malt, others are you know a small percentage of it, but all that goes into it. So again, it's you know from the theme of the show, it's it's all that agriculture going directly from grain to glass, making that happen. So um, what we turn that into is we have nine taps at all times of produced on-site beer. Um, our current tap list goes the gamut from a, a nice easy drinking light lager all the way up to a heavy Russian imperial stout, and of course. Uh, IPAs and hazies because that's what pays the bills. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, especially in summertime, you know, people lean towards the IPAs and the lighter, mm-hmm. hoppy kind of beers. Um, sure. I'm a stout girl, so when you said a Russian imperial stout, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I Absolutely. will support the veterans, and I will, I will get um, what. Actually, what is the beer that that you guys collaborated? What is it called? Yeah, it's called Adapt and Overcome. And, um, uh, you know, picking a name for beer is always interesting. And certainly when you've got, you know, uh, 20 stakeholders in the project, everybody has an opinion. But um, when we really tried to pick the name, um, we, we wanted to go with something that resonated not only with what, you know, all of us grew up doing as, as younger, younger service people, um, but now what we've done over the last year and a half through COVID, you know, is you're constantly faced with challenges, but it's how are you going to beat it? And adapt and overcome is our latest effort to beat it and keep things going. As the son of a Marine, as soon as I saw the name of the beer, I was like, that's just so fitting for a veteran-owned brew company and, and a support of veterans. I mean, that's really what it's all about, in, not only in life, but, you know, in, in the military, that's a slogan. So it's really nice to, to see that and, and promote that. Your involvement with Neshaminy Creek and obviously Blueprint, now you're still involved with Blueprint? Yep, yep. Um, I was one of the founding members over there, um, and they continue to do great things. And, and Neshaminy Creek was my very first professional brewing job. I'm still great friends with the guys over there. Um, as you mentioned, they do a phenomenal job making great beer. Well, you may want to pay attention to uh, later on in the show. We have a wonderful uh, gentleman on that's going to talk about a barbecue event that is also going to feature some beer. And uh, that one has a great charity aspect to it also. So you might want to listen in later for Tony Rudy and Backyard Heroes because I think there might be something interested, interesting in there for you guys to, to jump and be part of. And it's also a Bucks County <clears throat> event too. So you know, it would be nice to you know, see some support uh, from Bucks County from other beer suppliers in the area. Yeah. So your restaurant, you – the restaurant there, you have a full menu, you have chefs on store. Tell us a little bit about the restaurant itself. <laughs> yeah, um, I wish we could say we had chefs, plural. Uh, we have a chef, uh, a cook, uh, 
Chef Juan has kept us going throughout the pandemic. Um, at the initial part of the pandemic, we laid nearly everybody off. We had to from a business perspective. Um, we've brought um, a whole new and, and some uh, older employees back um, as we've restaffed the front of house. But getting, and this is a, a theme you're going to hear um, throughout any restaurant you talk to right now, is getting back house staff, cooks, uh, chefs, uh, dishwashers has been really, really hard. So it's, um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing to take from our lesson is just the dedication of the people that we do have working for us to show up and literally everybody has done everything <laughs> as we've kept things going. You know, we've got people that are bartenders washing dishes. We've got our general manager um, doing the same, you know, and then you, know, you could be, you know, you go from, you know, brewing beer um, one minute to prepping pretzels to go uh, to customers the next. But we do have a full menu, um, and it's a great spot to hang out. It's very, very family-friendly. Um, we have um, two stories, um, as the name Second Story implies, and uh, a lot of room to do your thing. Now, before we actually let you go and get your tags and how to find you, um, <clears throat> where, what, what events that, you know, since it is summertime, the weather is warmer, we can do things outside, and the restrictions are being lifted, do you have any events that are coming up? We have some great events coming up, and I appreciate you asking. Um, we're working with our good friends over at Homebrewed Events. Um, they're doing several pop-ups throughout the summer at a couple of different places um, through their fermentation farmer's market. Um, so it's a celebration of all things fermented. Of course, beer is one of those things. So you can find us um, at their events, and not only at the historic Rittenhouse Town location in Philadelphia, but also at Cherry Street Pier. Um, so we'll be participating as, as part of those. Um, in addition, um, we're working with a couple of BYOs throughout the city to do pop-ups to provide our beer uh, to, uh, to their clients as well. So it's... Um, yeah, it's it's nice that things are coming back and we get a chance to be a part of them. So, Corey, tell us where people can find out more information, how they can find Second Story, how they can find you on social media, and a contact number. Yep. Um, best way to get us um, is, uh, is, of course, on social media, either through our Instagram uh, or our Facebook page. Um, both are at secondstorybrewing.com, and that's 2ndstory brewing.com um, and then of course if you're unable to get us there uh, drop us a line at 267-314-5770 and we can answer all questions and of course make a reservation and get you in that's awesome well thank you so much for your time thank you again for your service and for what you're doing to uh, support the veterans in pennsylvania and i know throughout the country uh, all our veterans are very um, you know, appreciative of what you're doing and what organizations like the PA Veterans Beer Collaborative are doing to support them. Thank you very much, Corey. It has been a pleasure. I will see you very soon because I'm sure I'm going to be stopping in to have a couple beers in the very near future. Absolutely, Gene. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys, and I'll see you real soon. Thank, Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Corey. Okay, right, let's let's go to break. To become a sponsor of our show, and promote your business or event on every single podcast platform, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music, in addition to WWDB Talk Radio every Tuesday at 6 p.m. evening drive time. Email us today, foodfarmsandchefs at yahoo.com, for our very low rates.
All right, we're back. Chef Gene, let's introduce our fantastic guest. Well, at this time, I'd like to introduce Jeff Berlonger, who is a social media strategist, founder of MyFillYourLive.com, a great website directing you where to go and enjoy the city of Philadelphia, as well as the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Tour and Philly Foods social media site, and another Army veteran, Jeff, welcome, and thank you for your service. That was my honor. Thank you, guys. So, Jeff, you recently, during COVID, and uh, took on the very difficult task of finding the best cheesesteaks in the city of Philadelphia and beyond, and you did that to support area charities that benefited veterans groups in the city. Can you tell us a little bit about what was the inspiration behind the cheesesteak tour? And then, you know, a little bit about the charities that it supported. Well, uh, somebody else I ran into on Facebook had, uh, you know, I brought this up in doing this tour. And we kind of partnered up, and that's when we brought, you know, a couple other people on board. And, um, you know, something that's been near and dear to my heart, you know, more so the last five years or so, is getting more involved with the veterans organization. And uh, picking two of them here in uh, Philadelphia to where uh, we were able to raise money um, to help support these organizations. So basically what we did was did research on, you know, who's got the favorite cheesesteaks, what are the popular ones, what are the most iconic ones, and mapped it out to where, you know, we were doing anywhere from, say, seven, uh, maybe in a day, up to 15 in a day. Uh, visiting 64 cheesecake places uh, literally in two and a half months. So um, that was a task in itself, especially uh, trying to map that out uh, to get to each point in a timely manner, uh, especially when you're doing 15 of them in one day. Uh, so that was that was a challenge. Um, but the best part about it all was uh, certain cheesecake places that we visited, we gave them the option to go ahead and be on Kevin's show, you know, they would uh, donate, you know, X, Y, Z um, to, the, to our cause. And at that point, we were able to raise a little over $2,000 just off of that alone. Now, in, in addition to that, I think, weren't you selling T-shirts as well to help support the veterans? Yeah, we haven't gotten to that point because we're still going to have um, – a contest at the end here. Well, it's been prolonged because of COVID and everything else. Uh, but we're, we've uh, put together the, the, the top 12 uh, cheesecakes out of our 64. So when we do this event, we're going to actually, uh, after the event over with, and we pick a winner, well, we're going to have you know anywhere from 8 to 10 judges. Uh, once we pick the winner, then we're going to go ahead and make the T-shirt and then sell them after that. So this way we can list all 64 cheesecake places, uh, the top 12, and the winner. So, obviously, people listening want to know. I mean, you put a lot of research, a lot of into this. So, who is in that top 12? I mean, it's, you know, Philadelphia cheesesteaks. This is <laughs> this is the biggest thing in the city, you know. This and Hoagies battle back and forth, <laughs> and maybe you could throw Tasty Cakes in. But, you know, who who is on? who made that list of top 12? All right, so um, I'm actually going to pull it up right now. Uh, 
but uh, the, the number one was uh, Mama out in uh, Balakinwood. That's out in Balakinwood by our studios here. Absolutely. Mama's Pizzeria. Huh? Yeah, so they were the top one. And uh, I know John's roast pork was uh, second. Um, Is Curly's on there? Yes, Curly's, I think, was fourth or fifth. And, and hold on. Here we go. I loved Curly's. Curly's was Angelo's, I'm sure. Yeah, and Angelo's is set, or third. Curly's is fourth. Donkey's and Candy was in fifth. Well, that's a, that's a, that's controversial there when donkeys gets fifth. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. That that's I I'm a big fan of donkeys myself. Yeah, I remember you loving it. <laughs> and um, I I just want to Jeff, I just want to let our listeners know that we have exclusive interviews from the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Tour. Go to your favorite podcast platform. We have an entire show where we had John Bucci and we had uh Nikki Luke interviews, uh, it's on our platform. Go to your favorite podcast platform or phillyrestaurantreviews.com. You can see exclusive interviews from the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Tour. Go ahead. Yeah, and I, and I also have those interviews linked on the article with the top 64. So Excellent. So directly to your podcast. And that's My Philly Alive. So all, yeah, all you have to do is just type in Cheesesteak by My Philly Alive. Uh, and that will pull up the sixty four because the interview with Nikki Luke and uh, John Bucci is like in our top three all time rated episodes. <laughs> now, so um, we, we, oh, so let me just uh, finish up at twelve real quick. So we had Goombas, which is out in Colmar. Yes, and we had Meathead Cheesesteaks, which is out in uh, Lawrence Township, New Jersey. Uh, that was a nice spot. I loved Meatheads. Yeah. Uh, Pinelli's Pizza Pub, which is in Horsham, PA. Uh, rounding out number nine, uh, Cleavers in Philly. Cleavers, Philly, which is in the Rittenhouse Square area. Uh, then you have Sunny's, uh, number 10. Sunny's Famous Steaks, which is in Old City. Uh, Delco's Steaks, which is number 11 out in Broomall. And then, um, oh, actually, you know what? So, <laughs> so John... Not to get into it, but John's roast pork is not going to be actually in our concept. Um, he, he wanted to uh, be out for uh, certain reasons. So we actually ended up doing the top 13, pulled John's out, even though John's focusing on second. So we'll have Sonny's at Famous Steaks from Old City. Then we have Delco from Broomall. Then Spot Gourmet Burgers, which is in Brewery Town. To fill out the number 12, we actually had a, a runoff between Cafe Carmelo's, Lucy's Bar, and the original Tony Lewis. And Cafe Carmelo actually won that, which is during North and Philly. So, so which is your favorite? Cafe, with, with my favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite? Uh, John's Roast Pork. John's Roast Pork? Yeah, I, you know, hard hard to go wrong with John's. And people know John's Roast Pork for, you know, the Roast Pork Italiano, but, you know, the, the, the cheesesteak is equally good. What are the charities that this benefited? So the charity that we benefited was um, uh, the oh my god the the veterans multi center yeah right here in Philadelphia sure sure yeah it's, yeah it's been, it's been a long day so I'm just trying to remember all of it so um, the uh, uh, oh yeah the veterans multi service center which is on Fourth uh, Street down uh, in Philadelphia. 
And then the other one is the VA Vet Center, um, which is at 801 Arch Street. Right, now, the right. Veterans Multi-Service Center helps with the homeless and uh, helps with jobs. And the VA Vet Center focuses more on mental health for veterans. Well, certainly the multi-center is something near and dear to my heart because if you ask me, there should not be one homeless veteran in America. That, that to me, are, there are two words that should not go together. There should not be any homeless to begin with, but no. the fact that we could have a veteran who served his country and is homeless to me is, is, I agree is, more. is a great yeah, travesty yeah. of all those things. So you also found a social media group, um, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Tour and Philly Foods. Um, I am a member of that group. I, I love that group, you know, but I, I have to tell you, there are a slew of cheesesteak groups out there, you know, that you can become part of. What I particularly like about yours is two things. One, um, is that you cover so much more than just cheesesteaks. You talk about whatever's happening in the food scene in Philadelphia. And you also really, you demand from the other people who post in your group actual, like, clarification of their points. Somebody just can't go in and say, they stink. They're good. Right. They're great. Yeah, I love that. You you require people to tell us about it, to actually put things down. And if they don't, then, you know, that post gets sent off and, and nobody can see it. So you're not letting people spam or you're not letting people, you know, do anything like that. So kudos to you. Tell us a little about the, about the inspiration for that. Well, it, it, it's more of uh, so, so what goes behind social media, uh, basic engagement. Uh, you just don't pop a post up there uh, with, without – telling us about anything about that, you know, what made you post that? You know, did you like what you posted yet? Was it something negative? You know, tell us a little bit more about it. You know, it's supposed to be engagement. Uh, so it's the same thing with people that, you know, you know like like you brought up, why does it stink? You know, oh, it stinks. Okay, but why? You know, was, was it too dry? Did it have too much cheese on it? Not enough cheese? Um, I'm just a very detailed-oriented person. And that comes with just, you know who I who I've been all my life. Um, social media, uh, even even a little bit from the military. Um, you know, you just don't put a plan and say, okay, well, we'll zigzag over here. So, you know, we'll do a roundabout. Well, you got to get the point A to point B. Uh, you, know, you only have so much time. So it's kind of. And that's how it should be. That's how right. it should be. You oh. should be able to explain yourself. Yeah. All right, Jeff. So um, before we let you go and we get your tags and how to reach you, um, what is something that where can we go if we want to donate to the veteran, the two um, charities? Yeah, we haven't put up the links yet because um, I wanted to do all that on one page. Uh, so right now, if anybody wants to just get a hold of me, uh, they can email me at info at com. So that's info at J-E-S-S, B as in boy, E-L-O-N-G-E-R.com. Uh, if they're on Facebook, they can certainly jump in our group. It's very easy. Just uh, uh, search for uh, Philadelphia Cheesecake Tour and Philly Food. Um, you know, uh, you can reach me through My Philly Alive. So, there, you know, there's all different avenues. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks a lot, Jeff. That was fantastic. Well, thank you, thank thank you, you very much, me. Jeff. And again, thank you for your service as well. Uh, we look forward to hearing more about the uh, competition going forward and the crowning of really a cheesesteak champion in the city because out of those 12, yeah. you have some amazing locations. Thank you for your, all your hard work and your dedication and all your stomach pain that probably went with that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's go to break, and we'll be right back. Tune in to hear from Gene Blum, our chef, educator, consultant, and historian. You can find him across social media at ibfoodie2 or Gene Blum at ibfoodie2 at yahoo.com. And you can also tune in to listen to Amaris Pollock and find her across social media at arpolockus at gmail.com. Okay, we're back. Chef Gene, introduce our fantastic guest. Well, what a wonderful opportunity to introduce someone who is not only really spreading positivity throughout the whole Philadelphia region, but somebody who shares a love of barbecue, a passion for food, and more importantly, a passion for helping others and teaching the younger generation how to do the same. So at this time, Tony Rudy, welcome. Uh, One of the (laughs) founders of Backyard Heroes Barbecue Coalition. Um, Tell us a little bit about Backyard Heroes, what came about, how it got started, who's in it, and uh, what you do. Awesome. Well, thanks thanks for having me on, first of all. Um, Anything we can do to spread out the positive, you know, message that's out there um, that we're helping deliver as well, just a small part of this is fantastic. So thanks, guys. Uh, So Backyard Heroes, real simple. We're just a bunch of uh, neighborhood families that love to make barbecue. And we got onto the KCBS, which is like your professional uh, circuit. And we decided, man, we need a lot of practice, right? So what do we got to do to practice? Well, when you're practicing, you got to cook all four meats, you know, your brisket, your pulled pork, your chicken, your ribs. Well, what do you do with 80 pounds of meat, right? So then we decided to start looking around. And we have just fortunate enough to have friends that were heading up tremendous charity groups, right? Just volunteer grassroots charity, you know, awesome, awesome charity groups throughout the city of Philly. So we're like, well, why don't we just practice at the events and give the food away? I mean, it just, it, it's a win-win. So we started asking around with, you know, Morris, Daria, No More Pain, and, and Abby Anderson of Salvation Sorrows, and Anthony Baker Jr. with uh, Helping the Homeless, and Cindy J. with Blanket. You know, the names go on and on. These guys, are, these are the true heroes. So they were kind enough to let us serve food and, and make food for all these events at shelters throughout the city, at um, events throughout the city. And they were just really, really supportive of, yeah, you know, hey, we need a food person. Come on in. And we were, our eyes were so wide open to this whole underground network of these amazing human beings that are doing everything they can. It's not their job. That's the crazy thing, right? This isn't a paid job for these folks. This is just what they do in their free time. We started, and we started realizing, man, we got to help. We, we got to do, we got to help. We got to do what we can do to help. And we all agreed. So the team came about where we, we had like a solid nucleus, 
And as we started coming back and telling other people, like, man, you know, we could use like another cop, we could get some more people fed, it started spreading. So our team is, we do have a solid nucleus, Bill Montgomery and his family, Sage and James, and then my, my wife, beautiful wife, Kim, and, and my son, Brock, uh, the Crisco family, and then the Furleys, and, and so Andrea Furley and all, and, and her daughter, Molly. Unbelievable. But every time we go out, we'll scoop up three, four more people that, hey, man, listen, my kid's like 10 or 12. Can they come down with you guys and we can show what giving back's all about? We will never say no to that. We love that. So we now have to the point where the 13-year-old up the street, Jordan Lorenzon, is one of our main cooks because he does so much of this with us. He just loves it. He can't – he's always coming down. What's the next event? When are we doing this? When are we doing that? So we are so fortunate that these folks that are downtown and in, in Bucks County and Montgomery County, to find this underground – it's almost like an underground network of people that are just helping every chance they get. And we're just beyond fortunate to be a small, tiny piece of it for sure. Well, one of the things that really stands out about what you're doing, and I just had an opportunity to you know, meet Jordan and meet uh, a lot of your team when we were putting together the world's largest cheesesteak uh, just over a week ago. And the fact that a big part of what you're doing is passing on this positivity to the younger generation, to the next generation, and saying this is what we need to help each other. This is what we need to be a strong country, community, you know, the things that we could do. And, and the kids that come down with you, I, I, I know Brock, and I'm blessed to, to know, you know, your son and, and all the great things he does, but I see that as a building block for really great humans. So kudos to you. Um, and I know that that positivity pans off for those of our listeners. Tony is also a high school teacher. So, you know, he's passing on this attitude day to day in the classroom, but more importantly, he's out there in the community passing on to others. I know the the craziest thing, Gene, is the lessons I've learned. Right, and you give back. You know, you you give back all the stuff you do. And I know you don't tell anyone, and all the you know, and all that. But you, the stuff you do is amazing as well. And the, the lessons that I've learned from this, and you know, just to be brutally honest, and these are great lessons that I talk to my own son with. Is hey, we'll be at some events, right? So think of this: we'll be at some events, and we'll be handing out food. Let's say the event is helping out at a you know wherever. Could be a shelter. Could be homeless. And someone could be standing there with the most expensive whatever on. And right away, I look at my son, and you can see what he's thinking. You know what I mean? And I look at him, and I say, Brock, that person could have lost everything 12 hours ago. They could have been perfectly fine in life, cruising. And who knows what tragedy happened to that human to bring them in front of us. That's a lesson, man. That's like a great that's lesson. something you learn when you're doing this stuff and you're going through this and you sit and listen to people. Lamar Starry's always told me that. Like, hey, when he does his rounds with no more pain down around feeding homeless throughout the city, he says, Listen to stories. Just listen to these people's stories. And it's so true. I mean, it's you know, I'm learning every day and trying to become a better human through doing this stuff. And my kids and all the other kids, they're along the journey with us. And it's it's invaluable, and it's, it's the right thing to do. 
you know, to help your fellow human, just as you do, man. I know you do a ton as well. So I, I want to also add to the fact that it is like you said, it is impactful. Um, I, when I was younger, I wanted to, you know, donate my time and energy to feed the homeless. And it ended up not happening when I was younger, younger. But when I got a little bit older, you know, I start, you know, I think around middle school, I started doing Hands Across America, which, you know, we gathered together to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for, you know, gathering canned goods to give to the homeless. And then later on in life, you know, as a teenager, I started volunteering to help feed the homeless. And it, it definitely is a humbling experience because it brings, it brings you into an environment as, you know, as a younger person and shows you, Hey, not everybody has the security and, you know, like offering that security to them for that moment is, is a blessing. And Gene and I grew up in, in a similar, you know, we're from Levittown, Pendell area, that area. We were, you know, my father worked at the steel mill. And all of us went through, when the steel mill closed, nobody had anything. I mean, that's just the way it was. But the coolest thing that I remember growing up in Pendell, Levittown, and seeing when, you know, six to 8,000 people just lost their job in that community, was all of a sudden, you know, my father's friend is dropping off firewood for us because he lost his job at the mill and he picked up a chainsaw and went in the firewood business. He knew we didn't have money. So he's dropping off firewood so we could heat our house. Mm. You know, and, and things. there's a million examples of those. So as far as, you know, like I said earlier, we were talking, as far as I'm concerned, I'm just paying this forward. Because when I was a kid growing up and the mill closed and we never went without. And it wasn't because my parents had any money. It's because the whole community just rallied around each other and everybody helped. And that's just the right thing to do. You don't do it because you expect this or you want that. You just do it because it's the right thing to do. And I, you know, again, I was just so fortunate to be in that environment growing up when, yeah, we went broke. (laughs) So Tony, I know your group does not take donations. You fully fund your barbecue. You do all that on your own. But what are some of the organizations that you've talked about? How can people reach out to them and make donations, either, you know, listening to the show and say, wow, you know what, I, I got a couple extra dollars. Let me help out here. What are some of those organizations? So some of the organizations right now that we're personally aligned with is Anthony Baker Jr.'s Helping the Homeless, Abby Anderson's Salvation of Sorrows, uh, Morris Derry, like I said, No More Pain Incorporated, Cindy J runs the Blanket Angels. Um, you have Jamal Ephraim uh, with Love Association. You also have the Fulfillment Company with Fill Your Scent. That is an awesome program uh, as well to check out. And then, honestly, just locally, right? I mean, all you have to do is go find these folks on social media. They're everywhere. And please understand, this isn't their job. This isn't what they do. These are single heroes trying to blow the horn to rally the troops for another event again this weekend or next weekend or whatever out of all their own pockets out of all their own free time so you know again there there's always somebody somewhere that needs something and these people once you once you get to one event you'll meet eight more people that are running other organizations that need help as well and that's that's just the way this whole awesome network works 
And I think that Jean has one more question before we find out how to reach you and the rest of the Backyard Heroes Barbecue um, Coalition. Jean? So that being said, uh, some exciting news for uh, beer and barbecue lovers. Uh, Tony, you want to tell us a little bit about August 22nd, 2021 and what's happening here up in Bucks County? Yeah, so uh, Paul Mulherin and the Mulherin family and all the owners of Crooked Eye Brewery in Hopborough resurrected an old fundraiser we did for four years uh, called the Boobacue. And it's an amateur barbecue contest with vendors, sponsors, the whole thing. And, the, and you combine Crooked Eye Brewery. Uh, we had a few other breweries at the time. Yards helped us out back in the day. Um, you know, local. Everything's local. And it's an amateur barbecue contest with one goal, and that's to raise as much money as humanly possible to keep money local around here to folks going through it, to just folks having a tough time financially. Um, and it's going to be August 22nd, uh, and you can co- go to Crooked Eye Brewery uh, on their social media or their website, and they're going to have details shortly up. They just got the green light less than like 36 or 48 hours ago. So they're just starting to get everything going. Awesome, great event. All money stays local to local people. And at times, I'm not lying, we literally at times would knock on doors and hand people cash envelopes. That's how local the money stays. And it's, uh, again, the right thing to do. So, Tony, how could people uh, find out a little bit about, a little bit more about Backyard Heroes, if there's any way to do that? Or, you know, anybody who has a tremendous passion to learn more about a really great foodie, and that would be you. Um, You've taught me a a lot, and uh, I love our conversations dealing about food. Yeah, I would just say, listen, as far as we're concerned, um, I I know we have social media and this and that, but we really don't advertise or anything because we just don't want any. The best thing I could say, the best thing, if anybody's interested, get involved. Right. I mean, if you want to go on our social media and say, hey, Tony, where was that? Where were those some of those sites? I'll send you to them. Those are the people that need the help. Those are the people that need we're helping them and they're allowing us to help them. Those are the folks you go to. So if you want to go to the Backyard Heroes just for fun, it's on uh, Facebook. We're in the yellow shirts. Um, I'm not big on technology, <laughs> as you know, but you can go there, check us out. and We'll send you to those places that I was just talking about. And uh, but honestly, just get involved in your local area community somewhere, somehow. And it'll become infectious. It'll become addicting and it'll become just awesome. Positivity spread everywhere. All right. Tony, thank you. Thank you, Tony. Absolutely, guys. Thank you, Tony. (laughs) Okay, let's go to break. We'll be right back. You can find Food Farms and Chefs on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Food Farms and Chefs. On YouTube, search for Food and Beverage Information Station to see video of our show. Our Instagram page, KJW1972, has hundreds of restaurant photos. You can now... Okay, we're back. Amherst Pollock introduced our 
fantastic guest. So I want to int- reintroduce uh, Dennis Carradine Jr., who is one of the friends of our show. He has been on before. He is a founder of several foundations and organizations that give back, along with being an expert in trauma and also PTSD therapist. Dennis, welcome to our show. Wow, I, I sound amazing. I, anytime <laughs> that anybody reads that, I absolutely sound amazing. Well, you and then you talk to my wife and kids, and I'm not that amazing. <laughs> but, hello! <laughs> well, you know, I have not yet met your wife, but I have met your kids, and they do secretly, you know, speak highly of you. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. You could pay them off a little bit later. <laughs> I will. I surely will. So why don't you just quickly touch base on some of the foundations that you have? Let our listeners know, you know, what they are, and wow. you know the collaborations that you have going on, including the craft beer that you have with Big Oyster Brewery and the coffee, um, the bags of coffee that you have out. <laughs> You know, it's, it, the pandemic has been uh, has been an interesting uh, launch system for us. We decided, you know, we're definitely going to keep you awake and keep you a, a little inebriated all at the at the same time. So, um, <laughs> but you know, we, to start with, obviously, thank you guys for having me on tonight. Um, but I am I'm founder and CEO of the Trauma Survivors Foundation. You can find us on the web at uh, the Trauma Survivors Foundation dot org. Um, we're a five hundred one c three nonprofit. Our our main goals in the nonprofits one to uh, to give uh, uh, trauma therapy after uh, certain events uh, for for survivors of uh, man made disasters, shootings. Uh, 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 natural disasters and so on. We also provide scholarships to our first responders, um, and we uh, we also uh, do trainings where we do crisis intervention trainings. We do uh, wellness trainings for our uh, first responder community, and also uh, we developed a program for other therapists, other uh, psychologists, social workers, professional counselors, to where they can learn how uh, to better adapt their practice towards uh, first responders. So we have that. We've also uh, developed, and I think this was going on the last time we talked, we developed the Hospital Heroes Food Drive, which um, we still have going on. We have, uh, we have delivered over 20,000 meals uh, to our Hospital Heroes. Uh, I think it's over 60 locations uh, from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, and New Jersey. And uh, so excited that 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 is continuing to happen. We we're not doing it as much, but we're we're also trying to plan a uh, fun drive to go in a different direction with it, where we're actually going to purchase a uh, food truck where we can uh, deliver deliver meals on site uh, to different uh, hospital locations. So I think that, and then uh, and then we have our our uh, our alcohol du jour this week, uh, which is our survivors IPA. Uh, Survivors IPA started out again in the pandemic, uh, has been going strong. You can get Survivors IPA all the way from Philadelphia out to Pittsburgh now. It's all done by Big Oyster Brewery down in uh, Lewis, Delaware. And um, we're going to be relaunching the brand towards the end of summer, uh, September, and actually relaunching the brand in Delaware uh, where, where, weird, weird enough that it should be, but relaunching it at our uh, Delaware Beer Fest on October 9th. 
So we have that. Uh, what else? We have our coffee. We have the Survivors Beverage Company. Um, you can go online at survivorsbeveragecompany.com or drinksurvivors.com. Multiple uh, multiple bags and K-cups and grinds and you name it of, of the different coffee. If we don't keep you awake, we don't know what will. And our latest venture that we're doing right now is with um, Wagon House Winery. It's actually the Three Boys uh, brand of wines. It's called the Captain's Punch. It's going to be a semi-sweet sangria that will be available in New Jersey that's coming out Um Looking at several locations for there, so watch out for uh, watch out for the uh, uncorking party. I think it is, and I think that's what you call a a wine. And then uh, and then, like I said, October 9th, we're having the uh, Delaware Beer Fest uh, down at uh, the uh, uh, Belfont Brewery Company in um, in Brandywine area, where we have at least 60 plus brewers. Uh, wineries, spirit shops, distilleries, all that that are going to come in. You get unlimited tastings for for a uh, small donation. And we're going to have a blast. Live music, uh, games, prizes, giveaways. <sighs> I was going <laughs> to so say, that's... now you can take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> you asked, I told. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm curious, are you also going to try to do the uh, black tie shoes so our black tie and sneakers, our, our main event, I think we're going to do that next year. And just simply because I think, you know, if we look at reorganizing, that whole process is going to take another year. I think, and, and, you know, this is, I think, with every nonprofit out there, you know, that, you know, they had the large galas and the large events and so forth. We want to give it a little bit, a little bit of time to make sure we get that, what is it, 70 percent of the of the nation of the vaccine, or at least we're at a safe level to start having those inside parties in our area. You know, we don't want to we want to push the envelope, but we don't want to push it too hard. Exactly. You know, but we, you know, our, our black tie and sneakers event is always, always a fun time. You know, we we absolutely love it. But I think we, you know, we give it another year to marinate, and then and then we come back. But the beer fest, I think we're going to do is our is our big event this year, and uh, and that's going to be an outdoor indoor event. So I think it gives people that space that they could still come out, still have a good time, and if there's you know COVID sensitivity, then people can be outside and still enjoy themselves. That's true. Now, I know in past beer fests, you have had a competition that's going on, generally speaking. (laughs) Yeah, and you're laughing because you know what I'm going to get to, which is you are a vegetarian, yet you participate in the chicken wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the uh, in the Philadelphia wing test, as a vegetarian, I am a I am a wing taster. It, my my palate is clean, you know. So you know, I could tell you what's good and what's bad. I'll tell you straight. Um, we are in we actually the Delaware Beer Fest, our first one that we had, that was at the Figure Eight Barn uh, at Bellevue State Park. We actually did the Tasty Cake Eating Contest. And I think we might bring that back for this year. Sign me up. I'm in. I was going to say, wait a minute. Can I be a judge or, or one of the uh, the contestants that are? are... Yeah, I, it was. Uh, we we did it, and I didn't think it would go as as quickly as it was. But apparently, people can house some serious uh, uh, house some serious candy cake. 
<laughs> I'm yeah. Well, you put desserts in front of people, and it's already it's oh. automatic. Like I want it now. <laughs> now, if you get professional eaters doing it, or you know, semi-professional eaters, aka foodies, like oh yeah, it's oh, gonna yeah. go fast. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. These are that you have to be an amateur with it, and just be. Uh, be willing to, to to try to eat as many as possible. And last year, our our, uh, our dude that ate it, I think he was at, and, and we only give it like a minute, you know, so it's not a long time to to eat as many as you can. And I think he he downed like thirty five crimpets. Oh wow! And and, it- and he was, you know, this was an amateur. Now he may or may not have had multiple beers prior, but, you know, that's not my... Uh... I was, I was going to ask, did he pair it with a particular beer to, to take <laughs> it, all it that in? Well, you know, Tasty Cakes go well with Survivor's IPA made by Big Oyster Brewery, which supports the Trauma Survivor's exactly. Foundation. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking as a person who teaches food and beverage both, and I do bourbon pairings and scotch pairings and wine pairings, as well as beer pairings, I'm thinking we're going to come down and we're going to do a tasty cake and beer pairing <laughs> at your location. People can sign up, donate money to charity, and we'll and I'll lead them on a tasty cake and beer pairing at Big Oyster Brewing. What do you think? Hey, that is amazing. That's amazing. I, I tell you what, I did one several years ago, completely for charity. Uh, we did it at uh, it was the Delaware Cigar. Uh, fest and we paired cigars with ice cream. Sure, I do. And, I do Girl Scout cookie and wine is one of my big ones. Yeah. I do beer and Girl Scout cookies. We're actually looking at a Philadelphia cheesesteak and bourbon one. Coming oh wow! Out there you yeah. go. There you go. Yes, yeah, you know if you can enjoy it, you did. I I will have to stray. A, a strong Maduro cigar goes very well with a cappuccino crunch ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I can, as a cigar lover, I could actually see that. See that? See that? <laughs> no, see, I would want something where it would be like ice cream and like a bourbon. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, no. We've done that too, but that's just my normal Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, see, so I've actually wanted you to meet Gene, so this is like a fun interaction for me to, to be able to witness um, on air. <laughs> and, and Dennis, Gene is the chef part of the Food Farms and Chefs. <laughs> awesome. So, no, Gene's I, taking I, notes on this one. I, I, I <laughs> I think that we're on to something down there. And I actually worked uh, some years ago for a great charity cause with uh, a gentleman down in Delaware, Frank's um, Union Wine Mart there in Wilmington. Oh, yeah. And Frank, oh, yeah. is, Frank is a good friend. And him and I did a cupcake and wine pairing. Nice. And Perfect. Wait, where was my invite? House. <laughs> we packed the house. And we invi- – only women. That's all we're allowed. I, I yeah. was one of like three men – Frank, me, and and one other man in the room. It was a wonderful event. All right. He he has amazing selection over there. It's it's crazy how good his wines are. But they're not going to be as good as the Captain's Punch by Three Boys Blend that supports the Trauma Survivors Foundation. I was going to say we can try to do a cupcake cupcake pairing with your wine. I, it's a sangria. It'll go. Nice. Exactly. Now, speaking of going, I don't want to let you go because I love having you on, but how can we find you? So you can check me out. Personally, you can check me out at DennisCaradin.com. So D-E-N-N-I-S-C-A-R-R-A-D-I-N.com or go to the Trauma Survivors Foundation.org. You could also go to SurvivorsIPA.com. 
SurvivorsBeverageCompany.com or the Delaware Beer Fest. So it's DelawareBeerFest.com. That's fantastic. You didn't think you would be talking that much now, did you? (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) All right. Thank Thank you you for joining us on the show again, and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful night. Have a great night. Dennis, I will be in touch. We will put something together for one of your charities. Nice. Awesome. And we we want all of our listeners support these charities. They're great charities. Uh, Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com. Amherst Pollock, give your tag. AR Pollockus at, at gmail.com or AR Pollockus across most social media. Chef Gene, you can find me at ibfoodie2 or at Gene Blum across social media, or you can email me with any questions or any information that you need at ibfoodie2 at yahoo.com. That's I-B-F-O-O-D-I-E, the number two at yahoo.com. Have a great week, everyone. Let's support these charities. We'll see you next week.